This is a Quite the Thing media production of Quite the Music, distributed as part of Quite the Music collab. My name's Gary Morris and welcome to the fourth episode of Quite the Music and we've got quite the guest on this month's show. It's a very warm welcome to Dean Michael. Uh, Dean, how do you do, do, do? (laughs) Hi Gary, I'm very well thank you, very well, just busy busy touring at the moment again Mm. with Thank goodness we, we can, you know, tour again, once again, doing Let's Rock the 80s. We're all over the UK and we're actually coming up to Scotland on Saturday. You are, yes. Um, uh, that's part of the reason why we've kind of got you on. Um, as people that follow myself and the pod on Twitter, you'll see that I'm actually attending the Let's Rock uh, Scotland event at Dalkeith this coming Saturday, 28th of August, and which Dean will be on the bill uh, as part of the Retrobates um, kind of house band, so to speak, I think uh, is the best way of putting it um, on the bill there, uh, conducting a little bit of a, the conga party there for, for all the the attendees um, up in Dalkeith <laughs> and it's something that you've been involved in for quite a while now the, the kind of let's rock scene yeah Gary this is our fifth year now believe it or not I've been on the let's rock festivals and we absolutely love it it's it's a wonderful wonderful experience we have uh, roughly around about 20,000 people at each event and we get to tour with all the famous 80s acts all the originals as well and we become like a big family, really. All the artists, we we all backstage and we have like a, a holding area, if you like, like a green room mm. where they look after us and we all sit and chat and we talk about the old days of Top of the Pops and everything else and all our experiences and our records. And it's a wonderful thing. Um, like you said, we're, we're part of the... Um, what happens is the, the Retrobates is... is um, a band, the the house band, if you like, and they have they do two songs with each artist that's that's been uh, booked to do that particular event, and um, and then what happens is we're not actually part of that. They do that, and as the stage changes around for one of the main acts, um, we fill in really while they're changing the stage at the moment. So um, we sort of do a, a little party thing for twenty minutes where we get all the audience involved. We get do Superman, uh, Sweet Caroline. We do the Conga. We do Agadoo, you know, whatever. It's it's just crazy. And uh, the last time we came up to Scotland, up to Dalkeith, uh, it's probably two years ago now, before you know, before all the lockdown and everything. And we had the biggest Conga line of all the events in Scotland. 
Yeah, it's all good. I remember I, I went to the, probably one of its previous iterations, uh, where they called it Retrofest. It must be about kind of 10 years ago now. And uh, we uh, conducted a, a little bit of a, a conga line out in the crowd. And that day uh, was particularly typical Scottish weather, uh, very muddy, very wet. And <laughs> we managed to get people who managed to lose themselves in the mud, lost their wellies as part of a conga. So uh, it's all good fun. Uh, but I think the weather's to be quite good this weekend. Looking at it, I think it's going to be um, quite sunny and fair, which always helps with the party atmosphere. Oh, of course. I've not had a chance to look at the weather forecast yet, but um, yeah, it's going to be great. If it is, it's going to be fantastic. You know, it's always nice to have a bit of sunshine. Yeah, absolutely. So how's it felt? Obviously, this is like the kind of fourth or fifth one of the summer that you've been involved in. So after being locked down for best part, probably 18 months, really, Dean, uh, being back out playing to live audiences, particularly festival audiences, uh, it must be such a relief and also that the atmosphere for people just being back out and doing the things that probably before they would have taken for granted and uh, they seem to be really embracing being back out in a bit of normality. Do you know, Gary, it, it's 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 wonderful. I mean, everybody's ready for it now. They're all ready for a, a party to see some live music. They just love it. You know, it's it's so easy to entertain people nowadays after this lockdown. Because everybody's just up for it. They just want to have a good time, you know. And um, these festivals and everything, uh, are like nostalgic, they re remember the memories from the childhoods and, and uh, you know, growing up and, and remembering all the acts. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful feeling just to be out there on stage and seeing all the smiling faces and everybody joining in. It's, it's a different world nowadays performing yeah. than it was before lockdown, you know. And I think especially with uh, your repertoire, all the, the party songs that people will remember from their school discos or their, their Blackpool holidays or whatever, it, it does throw you back to probably the, the good old days and when, when when things were probably a little bit freer than what they have been certainly over the last 18 months. And I, I certainly think that listening to your likes of your, your Superman and Music Man and Agadu, it takes you back to the 80s and the 90s and uh, I don't think you'll probably have the same sort of nostalgia in 20, 30, 40 years' time from probably the current music scene. It's funny, we were just talking about this. We we do the VIP area in um, in Let's Rock. It's um, an area, like a, a covered area, if you like, like a marquee. And um, we do the main stage first, and then we have a break. And around about tea time, we go in the VIP, and we get to chat with all the people in there. You know, we get to, to meet them all, like a meet and greet. And people are telling us now that they come up to us and say, oh, you, we remember you from our childhood. Makes me feel old, by the way, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> um, we remember you from the childhood. We remember seeing you at Blackpool at the Tower and everything else. And uh, and all, like you say, all the holiday centres are all playing it. And they brought Agadu and Superman and the Conger and the Music Man through the families. So they've obviously all grown up now from watching us back in the 80s and they've handed the songs down to, to the, the children and the grandchildren and it's amazing to think that all these people know our our songs and the dances to them it's just unbelievable you know I think it's because they're quintessentially family friendly tunes and let everyone can get joined in you can learn the dance routine and you, you can just take part and i think uh, certainly 
over the last of the kind of 12 months or so that the kind of staycations probably became a lot more popular. So you, your your holiday resorts and your kind of end of peer entertainment's almost kind of coming back full circle again and being a bit back in vogue. And that certainly will be uh, probably a good thing for the likes of bands like Black Lace and you're seeing Bucks Fizz making a bit of a comeback as well. And uh, these are all people that I remember seeing 30 years ago, uh, back when I was a kid going to Blackpool. So... Yeah, I mean, books, physical, very good friends of ours, obviously, because we travel with them and mm. we're there all the time with them. And uh, they're the same, you know, they've they've um, they've had a recent success now. They've brought a new album out. They're recording another one. And because um, they're sort of cheesy music, aren't they, as well as it's well known for our cheese, you see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, books, Fizz, Cells, you know, Boney M, all those acts from the 80s that sort of cheesy music seem to just keep going and going and going, you know. It's amazing. So talk to us a little bit then, Dean, about how you kind of came involved with Black Lace back in the 80s, because anyone that knows the, the kind of Black Lace story, it's been a, a fairly kind of tempestuous <laughs> kind of background with people coming and going and uh, different lineups and iterations and uh, conflicts in there. So how, do, how did you get involved with Black Lace back when you, you started back in the kind of mid-80s? Well, I, I got involved with Alan Barton, who was the, one of the main guys. It was Alan and Colin. And back in 1979, even before I joined, I was still friends with them and all, uh, they were, Black Lace represented the uh, Great Britain in the Eurovision, the Eurovision mm-hmm. Song Contest, with a song called Mary Ann. That was back in 1979. And I'd already worked with Alan in another band that we was in, called the Clandestine Root Soul Band. And it's funny because I knew Alan was in, in between bands at the time when I was in front in the clandestine route. And our guitarist left and uh, we needed a, a guitarist really quick. So I rang Alan up. He was in between bands and I said, Alan, we need a guitarist uh, to join clandestine route for you know a few months just before we can get uh, one ready because I know you're getting your new band together and everything and before you start touring. And I'd like you to, well, we'd all like you to be part of it and play the guitar in, in the clandestine root band. So he said, oh, that's great, Dean, fantastic. When would you like me to start? So I said, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so we stayed up all night and I, I taught him all the guitar bits and everything else and all the chords and and the, the backing vocals because we needed the guitarist to do backing vocals as well. So we stayed up all night learning all the bits and he, he joined us. So that was probably late 70s, I would think. And then 1982, um, Alan and Colin had had Superman out. Um, they'd recorded Agadoo. They'd done one or two other things, a conga. And um, Alan and Colin had a bit of a fallout. So Alan needed somebody in, in Black Lace to replace Colin. So he rang me up. <laughs> and he said, Dean, you know, before when you rang me and said, would you join Clandestine Route? I said, yeah. He said, have you seen the news on the TV? I said, no, I've not seen it. What's happened? And I said, we've had a big fallout and Colin's not going to be in Black Lace anymore and I'm looking for somebody to come in and we want you to be in, you know, the management, the record company and everything. So I said, um, that's fine. That's great. Sounds good. So I had a meeting with them and I said, when do you want me to start? He said, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the top of the bill at Wakefield Theatre Club, we're number two in the charts with Agadoo and all this and the Conga and all coming up, albums and all kinds of things happening. So uh, 
weekend, stayed up all night. I learned all the parts from Black Lace, which I'd, I'd done anyway. I knew anyway because we were all good friends and mm. uh, I'd gone to concerts and things and I knew all the bits. So uh, so that's how I became uh, the the uh, partner in with, with Alan. And then Alan left to join the group called Smokey from the 1970s. Yeah, Alice and all that. And that's yeah. right. And um, uh, living next door to Alice, there was um, quite, they had quite a lot of hits in the 70s. Hmm. Anyway, Alan loved Smokey and he, he wanted to join. So what happened was, to make it so it, Black Lace was still two original members, Colin then, as Alan left, Colin came back in to work with me. So, so we had two, still two original members of Black Lace, if you know what I mean. So yeah. that's how that happened. And then, unfortunately, Alan was killed in a car crash. Um, well, it was in a coach crash coming back from one of the gigs. They were going to the airport and um, they hit some ice and it, it rolled over the, the tour bus. And unfortunately, Alan was killed in there. So Alan, uh, Colin and I took took. Black Lace, you know, to uh, kept kept it going, and we did some more TV and stuff. We did all kinds of things, and then Colin retired to um, Tenerife, and then I with and then when Alan died, I went to live in in Benidorm for a while, um, over in Spain, you know, and worked out there mm. to to not having to drive on the motorway all the time, because um, we were very very scared of because um, I'd already been in a car crash when I was uh, seventeen, right. Okay. Bad one, and uh, it's all in the book, you know, Gary. Yeah, we'll book. come on to that. We will come on to the book. <laughs> but that's how I came to be in Black Lace. Mm. It was through friends and and you know working together, and and uh, they the record company and Alan asked me to be to be one half of Black Lace, and I, I never looked back since, really. No, you know, absolutely. Yeah. So you've mentioned your book, and I was going to come on to that in a little bit more detail a little bit later. But now's probably a good time to to just bring it in because you just brought it up there. So, um, still pushing pineapples, um, out now. Um, and we'll we'll post a link to it when this goes out on all the the podcast channels that everyone's right. familiar with. But what prompted you to kind of tell your story in the book, and how can people see you because i know you've got a, a tour going to kind of sign books and some performances uh-huh. that go along that towards the, the tail end of this year yeah the book's called the true story of the legendary dean michael still pushing pineapples <laughs> and it's warts and all it's everything in there there's, there's from being born right the way through all my musical career all the um going to spain going to live in america um there's everything in there for four marriages, uh, ten, ten, uh, four children and uh, ten grandchildren. It's all in there about it. And I'm, I'm actually writing, uh, as we speak now, I've been writing today, a follow-up because I'm quite well known for my r- rubbish jokes, you know. Mm. <laughs> so I've done um, a hilarious gag book. It's called The Bumper Book of Crap Jokes, over 250 of Dean's corniest gags. And that's coming out later on after the book's been out. And uh, like you say, we're, we're touring with it. I'm doing a book tour. Uh, all, it's sponsored by WH Smiths and um, Waterstones. And I'm going around all the shopping centres in the UK. So I'll be coming up to Scotland um, and I'll be signing books there and putting a little show on as well. We're doing a little production show for each shopping centre. Because I'm, I'm actually sponsored by uh, TikTok and Guard Protection. Uh, which is like um, 
they, they have workwear clothes and things and a racing car. And um, we were taking the car at some of the events as well, the race oh, cars. Nice. Okay. People can see that. We put sing a bit of Agadoo and Conga, get people joining in in the shopping centres. And then obviously signing my books and selling the books um, while I'm there, you know. Sounds so, like a perfect Christmas present for people. So, yeah. That, well, that's the idea. That's the yeah. idea because it's going to be like November, December when, when I actually do the book tour. So... Because we're still doing the festivals, as you know, at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And then we're doing all the butlings and pontins, you know, the weekenders, mm. the 80s weekenders and that. Um, we used to play up in Scotland at Air many years ago. Wonder, Wonder West World, the good old... Yeah. Yep. Um, That's and we played all over the place. It was, it was great. In fact, I'm playing up in Scotland on the 18th of December at Fraserburgh, is it? Oh, Fraserburgh. Fraserburgh, yes. Up, up in... Right up in the top of Scotland, that's up yeah, right the beyond Aberdeen, yeah. So it's a, it's a fair trick. In the Aberdeen shopping centre, I think, on the 18th as well. Mm. So yeah, I think uh, we've got you in Glasgow as well. I think you're, you're in Brayhead at some point as well. I'm sure I, I posted your tour dates as well, but, but we'll do that again um, on our Twitter page as well, which is which is yeah. great. Um, okay, so Craig Harper, um, people that may have known from Britain's Got Talent back in 2008. Um, he, he's your kind of partner in crime just now all, all on the tours. So uh, where did you and Craig meet and how did that partnership kick off? Okay, right. Craig Craig and I go back uh, quite a lot of years because we we were in the same agency in, in Yorkshire. Um, Craig was doing, like you say, Britain's Got Talent. And um, I, um, Mike Hainsworth used to book us uh, Craig out and he used to book me out when I used to do my solo gigs doing like the social clubs and the holiday camps and all that you know uh, in the days of uh, many many years ago now and then when when I came back from Spain to live over in in the UK again we had a bit of a research with with uh, Let's Rock and everything and um, I'd done a sort of not an audition but I'd done like a test run for Let's Rock in Bristol at one of the events and um I had a friend of mine called Chris Morris from Paper Lace. He was uh, from the 70s, a Billy Dopey hero. And um, Chris and I toured for a while, but Chris has his own recording studio in Cornwall and he couldn't tour because he was so busy with the studio that, um, so I had to get somebody else in. So Mike, our agent, said, why don't you get Craig in? Because Craig's sort of done now with the, um, the uh, Britain's Got Talent. You know, it's 10 years ago since he was on there. And uh, it makes sense to have him in Black Lace with you. So I thought, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And uh, John Wagstaff, our, our um, record company, said um, the same thing. He said, Craig would be ideal. Let's have a, let's have a try. And uh, we, we went into the studio, did some songs, had a rehearsal in the rehearsal studios. And we just seemed to gel. And it was, um, it was really good, you know. And uh, so Craig's been, been with me four years now, believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, there was a great video on YouTube, and we'll post it on Twitter once this goes out as well. But it's uh, like you and Craig actually driving back from Scotland the last time you did Let's Rock in Scotland, and it's oh, uh, yeah. Carpool Karaoke doing I get the, and it's absolutely <laughs> priceless. So uh, we'll send that out and get people kind of seeing it. But uh, again, I think it just goes to show just that how popular even just that video was that um, coming back and taking on that kind of Carpool Karaoke vibe as well, and um, 
I think what everyone has taken to you over years, Dean, is just that how well that you kind of send yourself up and don't take yourself too seriously. And I think that's kind of part of the appeal for Black Lace itself is that it isn't too serious and it's all just about kind of having a good time. And there's even a few riskier elements depending on the, the, the crowd that you're playing as well, which is uh, very British. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All it is, Gary, it's just good, pure fun when we play anyway. It's like New Year's Eve. Every time we perform and we just try to create that atmosphere, you know, like you say Hogmanay up there, don't you? But, mm. you know, Hogmanay, it's just like that. And we're just a fun band, you know, we're just fun. And uh, we, we like entertaining people and making, putting smiles on people's faces. Yeah, absolutely. So before we finish up, there's a couple of other things that I want to kind of talk to you about. Um, one of them is the voice, um, which yeah. you took part on what, maybe five, six years ago now. Um, yeah. What brought that about? And tell talk you to know, us a little bit about the story you, behind this. Yeah. So I was at home one day and my phone, my telephone went, and this guy spoke to me and he said, "Hi, Dean. It's it's um I can't remember his name now, but it's it was the singer from Wang Chung, um, dance hall days they had a hit with in the eighties, hmm. and he was a scout for the, the Voice. So. I'm thinking it's a wind-up, this. You know, somebody's winding me up here. Anyway, I had my iPad at the side of the phone, so I, 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 I um, Googled his, his uh, name and everything and the voice, and true enough, it was him. So he said to me, you know, every year we feature somebody that's been famous in the 80s or the 70s or the 90s, and you fit into that category because we're looking for somebody for the next series that's been famous. So... I said, right, okay. And um, he said, we'd like to have you on the programme. He said, um, it'll be it'll be good, you know, because we get millions of viewers and people will see you again. And I've not been on TV for a while. So mm. I thought, yeah, I'll do it. Anyway, I did it. Went through all the audition process, did all the rehearsals and came to the day of filming. Um, and I got a sore throat, believe it or not. I had a, yeah. a really bad cold the day I did it. So my voice wasn't really tip top, but anyway, I got through it. And uh, you can see it on YouTube. I think it's up there somewhere. Um, if anybody wants to have a look at the 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 performance I did on the voice, and it was from the old soul days, from the old clandestine root days, mm. and I sang uh, an old soul song called um, "Never Give Up on a Good Thing," which was George Benson originally. You know, from again from the eighties, and. Um, Anyway, they had me on. It was a fun piece. We did it and had everybody there. And they asked me to go back and do the final. And uh, I did a little piece with Marvin and uh, Emma in the car where we were doing Agadoo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> with the wine shirts on again. So it was really good. And I got a TV advert after being on there. Got uh, Gary Lindica, Walker's Chris people got hold of me and said, Will you do um, an advert with Gary Lineker for Walker's Chris? So I got that. Anton Deck had seen me on there and reminded them. They said, oh, we want that lace to our 40th um, birthday party. They have a oh, party. So they booked us for that. So that was great. And I met everybody there, met all their friends and all celebs, you know, all the, all the celebs there. So it gave us a bit of a research again. And then, um, you know, I got other things from it, other other. Um, well, lots of lots of programs, really. Lots of the reality shows. It was really good. So it did me good, even though I didn't win it or anything. You mm. know, it was really good. Yeah, it's so, a resurgence. And another program that 
people may have seen you in relatively recently was when you were kind of involved a little bit with, with Benidorm. Obviously, you mentioned you, you're over there, but the, the kind of cast of Benidorm were, were part of a like Mambo version of Agadu, kind of was that kind of the late 2000s? That's right. I think it was uh, 2018, I think it was, something like that. Uh, no, it, no, no, it wouldn't be that. It'd be 2000. Oh, it'd be about 2009, I think, something mm. like that. And we, we went over and uh, re, re did a, the video for uh, Agadu again. It was an anniversary Mambo version, like you say. And we had Bruce Jones in there. There was Chrissy Rock from the Benny Dorm series there was um oh there was quite a lot of them really yeah, chubby brown as well was involved yeah. in there a little bit yeah yeah they're all in there and uh, we had fun we, we they blocked the beach off while we recorded the video uh the whole of the, the promenade at um in albia next to benidorm and uh, it, that was a great day it was that red hot it was it was boiling <laughs> we had to do it about 10 times up and down the sea from there but so the cameras got it all you know captured it all but yeah, no, it was great. It was really good, really good fun. Lovely. And the last thing before we, we kind of go, uh, and it's a little bit of a challenge, it's probably not something that we're going to be able to manage in Dalkeith this weekend, um, but it would be nice to, to at least come close. But the world record for the longest distance conga line, um, do you know what that is, Dean? Or I don't, to be honest, don't? it changes okay. all the time. Mm. No, we've a few of these attempts, yeah. you know. So the, the most recent one um, was done in Miami um, recently um, and it's 15.53 miles um, oh. as the current world record for the, the, the greatest conga line. But I'm now calling for everyone that listens to this and everyone that's attending uh, Let's Rock Scotland and it'll keep on Saturday. Let's see how long we can make the, the conga line on Saturday. I think it's it's going to be a brilliant day, likes of Adamant, Tony Hadley, Lulu's all on the bill. Um, and of course, Dean with uh, Black Lace Conga Party. Um, very much involved in, in that scene as well. So um, it's going to be a good day. Very much looking forward to it. That's fantastic. Let's hope we can beat the record, Gary. Yeah, it would be super. Right. So before we finish up, um, obviously the, the joke book is coming out later on this year. Um, I started this pod with an awful joke, and I apologise profusely for it, but give us your best one-liner, Dean. Right, let's a uh, one-liner. Let me just... I've got the book in front of me here. So um, I'm just going to... I'm just going to tell you something. Um, let's have a look. Uh Let's have a look. Wait a minute. <laughs> There's that many jokes in here. I'm trying to pick a good one out for you. <laughs> um, a, a lady goes into a hospital for a hip, hip, hip replacement. So do you know what she said to the surgeon? I do not know. She, when he replaced a, a hip, she said, could I have the bone for the dog, please? <laughs> <laughs> They're all silly jokes like that in my book. They're all really silly, silly jokes. Um, <laughs> It's like I went to the doctors the other week and I said to the doctor, I've not come to see about myself, I've come to see about my brother. He said, well, what's, what's wrong with your brother? I said, well, they keep thinking he's an orange. He said, oh, well, tell him to, to come in and see me. I said, I've got him here in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get that one? <laughs> yeah, no, very good. Very good. <laughs> all silly jokes like that, they're all in there. So. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, very big thanks 
Dean, I, I know you're incredibly busy at the moment with uh, with touring and everything, and I'm delighted, obviously, that you're able to, to get back out on the road. Um, I'll, I'll give you a wave on Saturday um, from the crowd. I'll, I'll look out for you. Um, but I no, hope everything goes very well for the rest of the tour and with the book as well. I'm looking forward to getting a, a copy of it myself. So um, thanks for joining us. You're very welcome, Gary, and I hope to see you on Saturday. We'll have a little chat, probably, Perfect. hopefully. Yeah, no, absolutely. Know. I'll, I'll, I'll yourself come to me, and I'll... Yeah. Uh, I'll come in and we'll have a little chat. <laughs> Top man. All right, Dean. Thank you very much for your time. All right. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Keep Bye-bye. safe. Bye. Quite the Thing Media production of Quite the Music, distributed as part of Quite the Music collab.